Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting, as we usually are, from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a better banking experience for your business, if you've been big banked way too many times, and you know what I mean by that, if you're at one of those mega banks that's a little bit impersonal, shall we say, um, give Renaissance Bank a try. I've used them myself. I've worked with them on in several situations with clients, just finished one here recently. And here's what I found. They deliver personal service, yet they're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them. Uh, so if that's what you're looking for in your bank, go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. Now I want to welcome an old friend, the host of Profit Sense, the profitability coach. How many other titles do you have? Bill McDermott is with us. Yeah, chief cook and bottle washer and uh, <laughs> whatever else needs to do, taking out the trash. So. What, whatever else your bride tells you, right? So, <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, yeah. Great to be with you, John. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And thanks for coming on uh, to talk a little bit about you and your uh, business. For those that don't know you, let's uh, describe how you are serving folks out there. Yeah. Uh, so my clients call me the profitability coach. Uh, every business owner wants to maximize cash flow and profitability, but often they don't really understand what levers to pull to achieve that. So I come along with a plan to identify the hurdles getting in the way and, and deliver them profitability and cash flow that they never thought possible. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but I have also, uh, had some of those clients uh, take me in a new direction, which I'm excited to talk with you about today. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we wanted to get to today. But um, just a couple more questions about your uh, traditional business. So you came out of the banking world, and you started your current practice when? So uh, this April will be 14 years. Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you. That's awesome. So what happened is... Um, uh, laid off in the Great Recession, mm-hmm. uh, had spent 32 years in the banking industry. Mm-hmm. And really what I saw is that business owners really struggle with financial management. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't teach it teach it in school. Most business owners didn't take an accounting class as an undergraduate, and there's no on-the-job training for, uh, you know, for that business owner. So the Profitability Coach uh, was launched with the idea in mind, can I help business owners become better financial managers? Can I take some of that financial confusion that they see in their financial statements or in their business and create financial clarity uh, and empower those business owners to make decisions uh, and make those decisions with which drive the profitability forward? And so been doing that 14 years, uh, having a blast, and uh, I've probably worked with two or 300 business owners uh, over that time. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. And you, um, there's a whole story there that you could tell about your uh, how you've built your practice, and um, maybe we can talk about that another day. But it's a great story. Well, and congratulations on your success. Yeah, thank you for that. the The quick version of that is um, 
banking had changed Mm -hmm. over the last 20 years. Uh, I think uh, launching the Profitability Coach might have been a little bit divine when I was laid off. I I came home and told my wife, and she cried, and I cried, and, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you do? You you pray, and you say, okay, uh, you've closed a door. Uh, could you open a window? And by the way, for, for Bill here, could you put a little neon around it? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Make sure I could find it. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so really what happened is, uh, I think I was too stubborn to quit and the man upstairs knew that, uh, uh, he had a plan for me. And, and so, uh, I'm working that plan. Congratulations on that bill. Um, so you're, your clients, and, and this is the way it always happens, right? I mean, for, for those of us in professional services, you know, our clients ask us to do things that uh, maybe are not on our website, not in our marketing material, but they see something in us that we're not thinking about, uh, and they trust us, right? And yeah. in your case, you had been talking to um, your clients about their profitability and coaching them on their profitability and their financing and all the, all the uh, bells and whistles, if you will, around a balance sheet and an income statement. Um, but they pulled you in a, in a new direction. So what, what was that new direction? Yeah. So um, uh, I was coaching a business, very successful business. They're a services firm and um, they'd been in business 30 years and they were tired. They were baby boomers uh, approaching retirement. And so they asked me, said, Bill, you've been coaching us for a while. Uh, can you help us uh, exit our business? We not only want to transition management, but we want to transition ownership too. So we went on a plan uh, to determine really uh, how do they exit. And of course, um, Real estate's all about location, 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 but business is all about management, management, management. Mm-hmm. They had identified four individuals that uh, had been with the business uh, over 15 years. And so we crafted a uh, product and a process that ultimately delivered a sale about six months later. And that sale um, gave the owners uh, financial security in their retirement. Uh, that transaction also gave four uh, employees ownership in the business mm. uh, with a plan to take the business forward. So business exit planning uh, is something that I'm finding uh, my clients are are taking me in that direction. And uh, so I wouldn't call it a pivot necessarily. I would just call it a, a natural extension. If you've developed a trust relationship with a business owner, uh, helping them with their financial management, it's then the next logical progression. Um, statistics show, John, that uh, baby boomers make up about 2.3 million businesses in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but that study also shows that 58% have literally done no planning for an exit. And a much larger percentage haven't even contemplated doing any kind of planning. So there's a mm-hmm. real void in the marketplace Uh, to provide expertise to these business owners that are so busy working in their business. They're not really taking the time to work on their business. Right. Right. I want to dig more on into that in a second, but I I want to go back to something you said in that answer, talking about um, what your client uh, really saw in you because what they, what you talked about was trust. That's a big lesson 
uh, and a reminder, really, for most of us professional services providers, we know that intuitively trust is a big deal. But um, for that client to look at you and say, um, I don't know if this is on your resume or not, but trust is so important to me that uh, I want you to do this for us. I want you to, uh, Bill, to step up and help us with something that's really the most important thing we could do in our business, and that's exit and pass it on to the next uh, uh, generation of management. Uh, so you had obviously built up great trust for that client to get to that point with you. Yeah, Um so I'm a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a great book out there. I can't recall the author, but it's titled Clients for Life. Mm-hmm. How do you go from an expert for hire to a client advisor? And by client advisor, I uh, so I have one client uh, that I've worked with for 13 years that's taken me many different directions. Uh, what started out as, as coaching uh, has gone into, gosh, um, Bill, could you find some resources to help me know if I'm paying competitive salaries for my management team? And by the way, I'm thinking about uh, uh, doing some uh, uh, supplemental uh, uh, bonus planning or uh, phantom stock ownership for some of my key management. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you do a little research on that? And by the way, I'm going into a new industry uh, would you be willing to do a white paper on this industry and, and what the potential is? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think um, uh, trust is something that takes a long time to develop. You can actually lose that trust literally overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is something uh, that over time, uh, I think people uh, appreciate uh, the benefits of the relationship both ways. And uh, uh, that, that trust is is something that's that's really special. And let's face it, business owners, you know, it's lonely at the top. If mm-hmm. you're the CEO of a business, uh, you you can talk up, but you may not hear an answer, uh, yeah. and you can't talk down because you know that's bad for morale. So uh, uh, I've just found that it's really helpful to try to think about that client and what they're thinking and what they're feeling and what their needs are. Uh, and then find a need and meet it. Yeah, great work. Bill McDermott is with us, folks. He's the profitability coach. He's also the host of Profit Sense, which is uh, a show right here that you can hear right here on Business Radio X. ProfitSenseRadio.com is one of the URLs that will help you find that show. And Bill interviews uh, terrific business leaders in and around the Atlanta area and beyond. Um Bill, let's talk about specifically what you mean when you talk about exit planning. Now, you mentioned this first this example of your this client that really kind of pulled you into this work, mm-hmm. um, and there, I think there's some clues to in, in the answer to that question in what you just said. But let's talk specifics. So, what what is exit planning for you? Yeah, uh, so we take a little bit of a unique approach. Uh, Part of that unique approach is really, um, it is important to understand the value of the business, but um, in in our planning, one of the unique things is we we introduce a concept called financial freedom. Mm -hmm. Uh, And financial freedom is defined as once you have set aside a certain amount of assets that you can invest uh, that create an income for you in your retirement days, 
you've in effect achieved financial freedom. And so part of that is really just understanding what part of that business owner's business is required for financial freedom. Mm -hmm. And so first we start out with a, with a value. Uh, We don't value businesses. That's really left for the experts, but we can create uh, an annuity uh, based on a certain level of income for a certain number of years. Uh, Specifically our approach is we want to be sure that that business value is maximized. And so the first place that we're looking for is, does this company have a competent management team? And do they have agreements with uh, what I call stay pay? In other words, the worst thing that could happen is a buyer buys a business and the management team walks out with the owner. And all of a sudden, uh, they don't have anybody running the company. Mm -hmm. And so making sure that you have uh, compensation agreements uh, with those key manage uh, management members to tie them is, is really, really important. Uh, Secondly, um, reliable financial statements. Mm. Uh, You know, I, I know what my house is worth, but I want to be sure that what I think it's worth and what someone willing to buy it, uh, (laughs) what their opinion is of its worth. And so uh, having reliable financial statements uh, that are verified, either reviewed or audited by a third party is, uh, is really, really critical uh, for the success. And so uh, we make sure that prior to an exit, they have several, several years of either audited or, or reviewed financials. So they have an independent opinion. Um, probably the, uh, uh, the key differentiator is we not only have uh, a deliverable of how the business works, how they maintain and grow margins, uh, but we also create a business growth plan. Mm. And within that business growth plan, uh, we're looking at projections of income, projections of revenue, and then we do a discounted cash flow analysis uh, within that uh, and show when the growth plan is implemented, uh, this is the potential of what the value could be to the buyer. And mm-hmm. then the last thing is that's part of planning is there are there are three T's that the business owner needs to think about first. Uh, is taxes. Mm. You know, an asset sale uh, has a different tax treatment than a stock sale. Uh, timing, is the owner ready ready to exit? Uh, and then the other thing is terms. Is it all cash? Is it all stock of another entity? Uh, is it a combination? And so all of those things are really uh, part of a successful exit. So exit planning is really helping that business owner uh, transition from ownership and management uh, to monetizing the investment that they've made and trying to make the business as bulletproof as it possibly can be. When you've when you're looking ahead with a business owner and you're looking at that discounted cash flow, uh, those those numbers and those values, what you what you're really it sounds like you're getting at is. Um, giving a business owner a roadmap in terms of how they can improve the value of their business over time, because it's every business owner has got an idea of what the baby's worth and what, and then there's the, what the baby's really worth. Right. 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 And, and so closing that gap is sound. It sounds like that's particularly where you come in for business owners. Absolutely. 
let's pretend for a moment that uh, I'm going to use selling a house and how that maybe ties into a business. So let's pretend today I decide to sell my house, but I haven't updated my bathrooms. Mm-hmm. I haven't updated the kitchen. Uh, probably need to put a fresh coat of paint. Uh, so I can't decide today that I'm going to sell my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I haven't really got someone to tell me what my house is worth, either an appraiser or a real estate broker that's uh, pulling comps. And so to get my house ready for sale, uh, I probably do need to update it, put a fresh coat of paint, you know, put my best foot forward and also know what it's worth. And so, yeah, we're, we're handling the, we're handing the buyer really a, a playbook. Uh, this is how the business is run. This is how it's managed. This is how we grow and maintain profit margins. This is our business growth plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, if implemented, this is what we feel like will drive the value based on a, a conservative set of assumptions. Uh, and then finally, uh, we, you know, uh, selling a business takes a village, John. And so uh, you're usually pulling in a CPA, mm-hmm. an attorney. Uh, usually there's a wealth manager involved. Uh, sometimes there's a there's a banker involved and obviously an investment banker or business broker because I don't I don't handle the, the broker part of it. I just really advise the business owner. But, yeah, you're handing them a playbook and you're also – Having gone through the math of okay, if I'm uh, if I'm selling it uh, and it's an asset sale, then I have to figure out uh, I'm responsible for paying off the debt of the company, mm-hmm. and I'm also responsible for paying whatever the tax consequences are. Uh, and the financial freedom that I'm describing is not the gross amount of the sale, but the net. And so is the net sufficient because I have to take taxes and debt in an asset sale. If it's a stock sale, again, different tax treatment and the buyer is assuming the liabilities as well as the assets. So really you're just assigning a value of the stock. Right. Right. Um, Bill McDermott is with us folks. He's the profitability coach. Uh, and he's also the host of profit sense here on business radio X. And he, uh, works with, business owners on exit planning and maximizing the value of their business and successfully transitioning out of that business. Bill, what's the, um, what's the big gap that you typically see? Uh, we, you know, we're talking about this gap between what a business owner thinks their business is worth and what it really is worth. What's the typical source of that gap? Maybe the one number one or two reasons. Yeah, so that's a great question. I would I would say first, um, strategic buyers that are out there in the market looking for businesses to buy, believe it or not, they have a team of quote paid assassins that once they've identified <laughs> an acquisition target, yeah, they're going in and trying to find uh, holes in that business mm. and actually negotiating to get the price down. So, for example, I happen to know uh, one individual well uh, who was an HR director of of his corporation, and the personnel policies, maybe they weren't uh, compliant with all the EEOC Mm -hmm. uh, guidelines, Uh, maybe they didn't do performance reviews, or they didn't really have uh, employee development plans. So his goal was to get the price down just based on human resources. 
Mm. But probably the number one uh, item I would say where a a business is not protecting themselves is by having uh, uh, financial information that's either reviewed or audited by an independent third party, usually a CPA. So if you don't have those reliable financial statements as a buyer, you're accepting the seller's opinion of those financials, how they recognize revenue, what's expensed and what's not, what's the actual profitability is it is it really what the financials say it is because nobody's digging into the accounting treatment uh, of those assets and, and liabilities mm. and so reliable financial statements is is a big one yeah um, probably secondly and and close to second is there are a lot of business owners that have had their head down running their business but they haven't really built a management team an experienced head of sales, an experienced head of operations and head of finance so that they have a team that can run the business without them. So often I ask a question to the business owner, uh, if you take a month off and you travel, you know, Europe or wherever you want to travel to, uh, can your business run without you? And if the answer is no, uh, a lot of times you have to tell that business owner, well, look, the actual value in your business is the value of the business minus you. Mm. And if you're 100% of the business, then the problem is that business might not be worth uh, much, if anything. So so probably reliable financial statements, I'd say number one. Uh, and then number two, uh, having a uh, management team in place. And again, as you mentioned before, all that takes time to remediate. When you've got issues with the financial statements that takes time to take care of. And, and of course, not just to get those financial statements, but they have, as you said, two or three years yep. of, of, of good ones. And then you've got a, uh, uh, it takes time to get that management team in place. So this is something that takes some well thought out planning and that's where you come in. Yeah. I've, uh, I've got one client that I've worked with for about 13 years. Uh, and, Within the last three years, uh, he has successfully filled places in his head of sales, uh, his head of operations, and his head of finance, uh, and now is is beginning the transition process. Before that, the business was really run by him and his chief operating officer, but the business has gotten big to the point where you know it's it's hard for just the two of them to to run it by themselves. So. Now, with those people in place, uh, he's actually transitioning a lot of the management of those of those key people or key positions uh, to the people in those seats. Right, and that not only manages his value. Also, I think uh, this will be twenty twenty two. Will be year three of audited financials uh, for this firm, and so he's well on his way to putting together his management team. Uh, and making sure that his his financials have an independent opinion, right? That's that's terrific. So, wh- what is? I know there's no typical business. I get that. Um, but when you're talking about um, the discounts a buyer is going to place on a business because they see holes in the financial statements, or they see uh, in a management team which is not quite complete, let's say. Um, what does that cost a business? I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, if you've got a business that's uh, got a 
would ordinarily have a $20 million valuation. I mean, what's the haircut? You know, I'm, I'm sure there's, there's probably a, maybe a rule or a standard. I'm not aware of it, but I think, um, it could be significant. You Mm -hmm. know, I'll make the same analogy to a house. If you're, excuse me, if you're buying a house as is, Mm -hmm. uh, very likely you might, uh, have to take a 15 to 20% haircut on that sale because you know you've got a lot of work to do uh i wonder if that same uh 15 20 percent uh might be true for not having uh uh audited financials having a management team in place uh maybe processes of the business aren't properly documented and so you know in a 20 million dollar business you know i'm I'm guessing john but two to four million dollars maybe yeah so yeah i was going to say 20 million uh, 20% on a $20 million business is $4 million. That's a lot of money. That's so, a lot of money. <laughs> so what you work with is a big, uh, you know, those, uh, there's a lot at stake on what you, how you work with a business owner. So, um, that, which is fantastic. Um, so let, let's talk about, you mentioned one success story, which is that client that really pulled you into this work, if you will. Um, any others you'd like to share that you're working on or have worked on? Yeah. So, um, uh, I seem to find myself playing in a lot of, uh, not only manufacturing firms, but also, uh, service businesses. I've got a, uh, um, uh, an architectural practice, uh, that we're in the process of transitioning, uh, uh, majority ownership from the, uh, uh, founder of the company to his, uh, his partnership team uh that's requiring us to do it over time uh we have to get a valuation each year to determine the stock value uh but we're well on our way of of starting with that i've also got another uh, services firm that that works in the utilities industry uh we've been doing planning for about a year and he actually is about to uh talk to uh two key employees about uh about buying his business and then uh, uh Probably a third that comes to mind is uh, is a, a manufacturing firm that has just had uh, phenomenal growth in the last uh, three to five years and uh, and is getting ready to make another leap and has recently put together their their management team and uh, has the audited financials. So uh, those are those are three uh, mm-hmm. that come to mind. It's it's been really a uh, I just started this in January, so it's it's amazing. January of last year, so twenty Correct. January twenty twenty two. Yeah, okay. so this is our first full year. Uh-huh. Um, part of the motivation was uh, roughly uh, baby boomers have about two million uh, businesses uh, that they hold, uh, which employ I think about twenty five million people. So that's a roughly a family of four hundred million people in the U.S. Mm. Uh, statistics say that fifty eight percent. Uh, have literally done no planning and even a larger percent uh, have not contemplated planning. So there's a real need in the marketplace to help these business owners. And so the natural progression of of my practice is those same businesses that I've helped uh, build up cash flow and profitability, uh, I can also play a role for them. Uh, so those are some of the, some of the things uh, that I've done with the existing clients that I've worked with, but uh, also, there's a there's a real need in the marketplace out there to uh, help these baby boomer business owners monetize the value in their business and 
secure the employment of the employees of those firms. Bill McDermott, folks, the profitability coach, host of Profit Sense. Uh, Bill, this has been fantastic. I can't imagine there aren't some folks that want to know more uh, as they think about exiting their own business. So let's give them directions on how they can get in touch. Yeah, uh, theprofitabilitycoach.net. And if you go to our website, you will see uh, a free PDF that I give away, uh, how to jumpstart your exit planning. Uh, also, uh, my email is bill at theprofitabilitycoach.net. And uh, phone number, uh, if you want to text or call me, is 770-597-3136. John, it's been an absolute delight and uh, a special thank you for uh, hosting Profit Sense for me. And let me just say to any listeners out there, uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed being a host. You may be thinking about uh, becoming a a show host yourself, and I just want to encourage you to Call John Ray with North Fulton Business Radio X and talk to him about hosting a show. Wow. Well, thank you. That's I appreciate your generous comments, Bill. It's, it's a pleasure to work with you. You do great work. And again, folks, I would encourage you to check out Profit Sense, ProfitSenseRadio.com uh, on, to find the show archive and on all your the major podcast apps. Uh, check it out. You'll be glad you did. Bill, thank you again for coming on. Yeah, it's been my pleasure, John. Thank you so much. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder, if you've got some uh, work to do in your business that may go hand in hand with some things that Bill is recommending, it's getting you out of the back office and and working on administrative tasks, or maybe you're doing your own books and you've got a big pile of receipts that's a mess. Uh, Here's what you need to do. Um, Go to officeangels.us, or better yet, just give SES Cabido, the chief executive angel there, a call, 770-442-9246. What you'll find is that Office Angels has a whole team of angels that, based on their uh, talents and their uh, experience, they are selected to fly in, get the job done, and fly out. And they do that on an ongoing or as-needed basis whole team of great people. So if that's a problem that you need to start working on in your business as you think ahead toward uh, financial freedom, give Essie a call, 770-442-9246, and let her know that, that we sent you. And folks, North Fulton Business Radio is the search term for the show on all the major podcast apps. You can find our show archive at NorthFultonBusinessRadio.com. We're up to show numbers. I think this is show number 604, and we've gotten here because of your support. You've shared the show when you've heard something that um, you thought uh, maybe a colleague or a friend ought to hear, and that's what we would ask you to continue to do. We're trying to shine the light on great business leaders like Bill and the other some uh, close to 900 guests we've had on this show over the years. So uh, if you could help us help them as we served to be the voice of business in the North Fulton area, we would greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Bill McDermott, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.